0: We really show women that you don't have to look a certain type of way. It's really about how you feel. It's really about that. And our clothes reflect that. The types of messages that I enjoy reading are, Oh my God, I put on your dress and I feel like a bad bitch. Or like, I feel so good. Or just whatever that may be. Like, they feel more powerful. And that drives us to do what we do in creating these products. Welcome to the Bucs Podcast.
1: co host for this episode. So today is a real special one because we not only have one, not two, but three co-founders. We welcome on the Caviani sisters from Naked Wardrobe. So Shida, Sharin, and Shidei, they actually started their online clothing company from their parents' home just six years ago, and they turned an investment of $7,500... Into a multi million dollar enterprise, you guys. This is a must listen to episode. They shared with us how they went from selling knits to online to their celebrities, to celebrities wearing them, including Lady Gaga, Jennifer Lopez, Khloe Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, Chrissy Teigen. Like the list is literally endless. So, there were so many takeaways. In fact, I'm really going to struggle highlighting them in this episode. There were so many takeaways from here. um, And I would really encourage you to listen. Like one thing that we really chatted about was the dynamics of starting a business with family. And I know that a lot of you listening might start with sisters, brothers, or parents or partners as well. So hearing their dynamics and how they've navigated that was really, really interesting then also for you who are listening and you might want to be starting a fashion brand or even a product-based businesses and the challenges that they experienced scaling it were also really really interesting so there's gonna be so many takeaways from this episode you are gonna love it so make sure you tag myself at Danielle Canty tag Natalie at I am Natalie and tag at bossbabe.inc and also bonus points if you check out Naked Wardrobe because I'm telling you, like I was thinking, okay, celebs wear this, it's going to be really, really expensive, but the clothes are beautiful, they are affordable, and the quality on them is next level. So my wardrobe is now full of naked wardrobe, and I would encourage you to fill yours with it too. Honestly, just do do something for yourself. Never mind Christmas, and never mind buying presents for other family members. Treat yourself. Do it. Anyway, I just wanted to plug them slightly because I have been very, very impressed. So without further ado, let's dive into the episode. Okay, so we've got five chatty women in the room. Let's see if this podcast runs <laughs> on time. <can> we? <laughs> so, uh, I love this. three sisters yes. built a multi-million-dollar fashion empire. How on earth did this come about?
2: <laughs>
1: Where do we begin? Where
3: <laughs> we start? <laughs> Started above the garage <laughs> at our parents' house back in 2012. It'll be our nine-year anniversary on October 24th.
0: It feels yeah. like 20 years. I'm not going to lie.
3: It really does. <laughs> it
2: feels like yesterday for me. Does it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we
0: started nine years ago yeah. above the garage in Shidian's old bedroom. Love of fashion. We were all in completely different pa- places professionally. I was unemployed at the time. I had just gotten laid off in Getty Images. Yeah, I was like the, the thick of the global—not the global crisis, but the economic crisis. Yeah. Recession.
2: And I was working at an engineering company as a business system analyst.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. So really different Completely. Completely. And I was songwriting
3: as well. I yeah. just went wholeheartedly into songwriting. And then... Shireen and Shida had started a fashion company about a year and a half prior to Naked Wardrobe. And I, did, I just went into songwriting and I didn't want to go into retail. Have anything to do
0: with it? Yeah.
3: And so <laughs> it really, it didn't get off the ground. And so we all went our separate ways. And a year and a half later they decided to come together and start another clothing brand. And at that time, Instagram had just launched. And they sat me down and they said, we want to give this another go, but we need you on board. And I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of hesitant. And my parents said, give it a shot. See what happens. If it becomes successful, you can do songwriting on the side. And so I'll let you take it from here. I feel like
0: for me, I've always had a love for fashion.
3: I studied fashion design in
0: college. So it was kind of natural for me. I didn't want to just come out of college and just start my own line, per se, just because it was a, it was a tricky time. It was a time where people were investing in business, but they weren't able to become successful just because of everything that was happening economically. So I knew that that's not what I wanted to do in terms of coming out of school and starting my own line. So I went and I worked in production, actually, for lingerie. And I, I loved what I what I learned there. I learned so much about manufacturing and just the whole process of importing and all those things and all the technical side of, of design. So after I came out of my job, I was super unhappy there. It was a family business that I was working for. And I just didn't like the environment. I didn't think it was healthy. So I took a step back and I was unemployed for a few months. And I decided one day while I was in bed watching Desperate Housewives that I wanted to go back into it and go back into fashion. And so I, I... spoke to my sisters again we were all in completely different places at that time um, professionally so getting them on board with the vision and so we started off just buying clothes in downtown in the wholesale district and you at that time and I'm sure still now you only had to buy six garments six pieces was the minimum per style so we figured if we can buy six pieces keep you know one or two or three of them depending on who liked what we could sell the other pieces and you know we could make this money to like look cute and if it turned (laughs) into this business. Great. That was just a bonus. And so it started off that way. And, um, even in the wholesale district, we were so incredibly particular and picky about what we bought. I remember going into every store and the salespeople always wanting to sell me like, oh, everyone's buying this. I was like, oh, well, I don't want that. You know, I want something different. I want something unique. I want something that no one has or no one is thinking to buy. So it really started that way and just being that particular about the brand, even at that point in time. And then we I don't think we ever imagined that it would turn into mm-hmm. to what it did. And uh, I, I would say that we're incredibly lucky and blessed to be here and, and to see what the brand has grown into since then.
3: If you told us nine years ago we, we would be sitting here nine years later, I would not have believed you.
0: <laughs> well, you know, Sheeta told me actually, like this was probably three months in because from the first day that we launched, our friends and family all supported us. My, my, um, not elementary school she was my middle school best friend she was like the, one of the first three orders that was placed on our website so it was so many people supported us we have such a great support system where we're from and so everyone really joined forces and came to you know really support our new endeavor and yeah,
2: our, our parents are such entrepreneurs you know like my mom is like such a business at, like person savvy. she's, she's, she's an savvy. asset to any company. right. and my For dad sure. has tried so many different businesses Like and he's, we've he's them. T- yeah we've been always part of that so we always kind of felt like we do a Business or like kind of start, but we never thought that it would just. What I was gonna say was a couple months into it,
0: Sheeta told me, she's like, if we can just make 400 bucks a day, we're set. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I remember that.
2: okay, like
0: that's a great goal. I remember we were like wholeheartedly like, wow, that would be like. Everything to us. Yeah. And, and now, didn't you blow
1: that out of the water when you I, launched? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And now, now just one order is $400. Yeah. So no, it's, it's come a long way. Before it's we surreal. kind of go on to that, I really want to ask, because what I'm really curious about is one, that your family really encouraged you to do it together. And two, that you even wanted to do it together in the first place. Like, were you like best friends growing up? Like, what were the dynamics of three sisters? Because <sighs> wow. your age, there's what, six years? Between there's a, there's or, a big gap. Yeah, there's a big yes. gap. Two
0: with
2: me, four with yeah, Shereen sticks with us. Yeah,
3: when we were younger, we always had garage sales and lemonade stands. And I remember when I was about—I want to say nine or ten—she then yeah. was holding a sign up for free lemonade. Yeah. I was getting the money, obtaining <laughs> the free, funds. Free lemonade. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: Not free lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry Fresh lemonade. Right lemonade. Sorry,
3: I need my <laughs> coffee. <laughs> so when we were kids, she then would hold up the sign. I would obtain and collect the funds, and Shereen would would make fresh squeezed watermelon juice and all the fresh lemonade, everything you could think about that was refreshingly fresh. And every cup, every cup was 15 cents and our quality was fresh juice. So even then we were all about (laughs) affordable quality.
2: Love uh, telling people that. (laughs) Fast forward
3: all these years later, we're we're, um, executing and and really reflecting that into our brand today. Yeah. Our
2: parents are so very conscious of having us be like on the same level. Of all, close, yeah, very equal. close and equal. Mm. Very, very. Like I know my parents, my mom in particular. Like if she buys us something, she'll, she'll buy it for buy all, all three, three of us. us. You know, she doesn't ever want. She just wants us all to feel like on the same levels. So. I cannot debate or
3: argue. Like why did you get that? No, you're kidding. <laughs> you no, know, well, you know, no family's perfect. Everyone right. has
0: their their flaws or, or their disagreements. But I think for my mom, she was like, if I could do one thing and just kind of keep you guys as close and together as possible, you guys can conquer anything. Yeah, right. And that's really been you know how how we've been raised and so it's a reflection of how we do business together we always get asked that question like how is it like working together and we're always like the fact that we play completely different roles over time, we have overlapped a little bit, but that was because we've asked it. And I think for me in particular, I've always been into the design and production aspect of the business. And I got to a point where I was so overwhelmed that I was like, she didn't I need your help with that. Like, come sit in fittings with me. And even though she's the techie side of the business, I was like, she's such a creative Gemini. <laughs> she's such a visionary that I, I, re- <laughs> I really wanted to, to bring her in and get her eye and get her opinion on things. And even with Shido, like when it comes to PR, she'll drag me, well, not drag me, but she'll yeah. ask me to come and, you know, help <laughs> and give my opinion with things too. And I think we respect each other and we respect the lanes that we're in, but we know when to to be there for each other and to really um, just be an anchor to one yeah. another in the we're business. We're a very
3: close unit and team. I mean, we'll bicker. We're sisters at the end of the day, but we're so passionate about what we do and our love for the brand. And that's super super I'm, I'm still being on, on my own on my own
4: words, but we know each other's strengths and weaknesses. What was the point in the business where you felt like Oh, this could actually be a real thing. We could make more than four hundred dollars a day. When Carmen Electra wore naked wardrobe. That that's sh- when that's when you <laughs> So how far into the business was that? About
3: a year or less, no, I want to say. I feel
0: like for no. me, I felt I felt that way maybe six months into the business. It didn't take me a year to get to that point. We we started Sending out packages to different celebrities, of course, being born and raised in L.A. We had a lot of connections, knew a lot of people, a lot of celebrities live out here. And so once we started to get hit the ground running with that, we realized that we didn't want to just buy from the wholesale district anymore. We wanted to really create our own brand. And so we did that, and we put our— everything into these products that we were developing and so seeing people wearing the brand and really respecting what we were doing I think that's that was the pivoting point for me personally where I was like wow this is something that we really have to hone in on and and develop and really build upon right. and so for for me personally I think that that was the moment right. that I realized that we have something special right. yeah
2: I mean I always felt like there was potential but to be honest I still Kept my day job for three years into the business. Yeah, I didn't quit my job until like two
0: shifts. <laughs> yeah, because like, I just
2: never knew. You just didn't know what was gonna happen. So I was. like... I knew there was potential. I just kept putting my like literally two shifts, full time job doing this. Full time job, a
1: night shift. Yeah. yeah, I think that's actually something that a lot of founders do, which actually goes unspoken. I was the same. We started in February two thousand eighteen. I didn't give up chiropractic so I was doing chiropractic in the wow. UK, UK wow. until September 2019 wow, wow. so I kept See, it all there was that over- time yeah. yeah. Natalie was full time and I would do it as like the side hustle at the right. weekend that was so yeah. for us yeah. but you guys were full time we, we were full time also
3: going back to the question I thought you <laughs> met when a celebrity was wearing it but what I really felt it, it hit me was when we outgrew the space that we started in and we had to transition mm. into another warehouse mm-hmm. that to me was when I knew that, wow, this this can keep growing and we can outgrow that uh, building and keep, keep this momentum going. Okay, so
1: let's go back to that journey. So it's two thousand and twelve, you've decided to set up this fashion company. You're like, we just need four hundred dollars a day. <laughs> you launch. And we're set. Yeah. And we're set. Yeah, that's what we need. Like guys, <laughs> let's go, let's go. You launch and within six months it was starting to be featured by celebrities. I would say oh, something like that. I, don't remember. I, w- I, I want to say within that year. six <laughs> months to a year. I
3: can't remember yeah, it's been it was, so it was probably okay. six months. Was it? I yeah. Don't I, I that's think that's a good Jesse question. James
0: Decker wore the brand at that point. Yeah, Yeah, it it happened very quickly. So I want to
1: understand, how intentional was that? Because you mentioned that you were in L.A., you knew people. Is that what your marketing strategy was, getting off this ground? You were like, right, this is what we're going to focus on. Not at all. No. Okay. We, we not were more at all. focused on the product, that the was products our... at
3: hand. We wanted to make sure that when the celebrity started wearing it, that was when we were buying and we realized that we had to do something different and step That's back. That's what it was. Because if she's wearing something we purchased, then other people can claim that. Which and people
0: we, were, which other competitors uh, of ours so were. So we had to
3: sit back and, and reevaluate everything and, and really pivot the brand, and start curating our own collections exclusively.
4: And so what was that marketing strategy for the beginning? Because for a lot of people, when they start a company, they could only dream of having celebrities in their clothes and that level of demand. But it sounds like from the get-go, you had your strategy dialed in. What did that look like? I think for me personally, when it comes to the brand, seeing celebrities
0: wearing it wasn't like, oh my God, the celebrities wearing the brand. It was more so oh my goodness, we didn't pay this celebrity to wear this brand. Mm -hmm. They chose to wear this brand. We must be doing something right. Let's continue to really focus on the quality of the product and let's continue to let the product speak for itself. I think that's really what it was. It wasn't more so like, oh, is Jennifer Lopez wearing naked wardrobe? It's, oh my God, Jennifer Lopez has, has access to any designer, Anything out there, and she's choosing to wear a naked wardrobe on a daily basis. So I think that that was just something rewarding for us to know that everything that we were putting into the brand that we thought was laying out the foundation of the brand
1: was rightfully so. Right. That's such a smart reframe, actually, that a lot of people miss. I like, think they really focus on that marketing. But do forget that when you have a quality product, even if sometimes it's a little bit slower to get off the ground, those customers will keep coming back to you. Right. They'll spread that word right. of mouth. They'll post about it because they exactly. enjoy it. Exactly. That's really, like, exactly what it is. That. Right. That's I think that's the
2: core of our brand, the the, the organic growth and kind of having that organic business and the customers coming. From the beginning, we were were lucky enough to get on social media early. We're one of the first brands on it. So we kind of utilize that platform to kind of grow our business and use our customers to help us grow word of mouth, you know, posting something and then... We've never paid
0: for marketing, essentially. I mean, I think we started putting up some billboards, what was it, like two, three years ago. Before then, we had never paid anyone to wear the brand, post the brand. It really truly was, yeah, we still don't. It truly is organic and authentic. Even uh, some of my girlfriends that are influencers that get paid by, you know, our competitors, they even wear naked wardrobe when they they post because they're like, I just love the way your stuff fits and I can't (laughs) find something on so-and-so's website. So, you know, I, I obviously still have to take this picture so they do. And these other brands, they, they're they not focused on quality. They're they're focused on quantity and they produce so many SKUs and so many products that they wouldn't even be able to tell whether you were wearing their brand or not. But for us, the beauty, like we'll be scrolling through social media and I'll be like, oh my God, that's our body. Like I know it, you know, cause I'm in every fitting. I pick the fabric. I'm so heavily involved and I know Sheeran is too. And even Sheeta, we always like loop her in and reel her in on what we're doing product wise. It's each one is our baby. So I think that that's like the end result and the end product that people see and they have a appreciation for. It's, it's really what we've put into
3: the product and the brand. We don't we don't want to just be a lifestyle brand. We want to be here for many, many years to come. And that's why we're doing what we're doing now to make sure that we're... that foundation is right. Yeah, the foundation is right and for us to be an everlasting brand. Absolutely.
1: question first. Do you know how when you're dealing with an issue yourself and you just kind of become a little bit unhealthily obsessed by looking around at other people and comparing yourself to everyone, it's not healthy. It's not ideal, but it happens. Well, for me, I do and have done that with my skin because I've always really struggled with my skin. And whenever I see how good someone else's skin looks, I always end up comparing myself to theirs and kind of feeling not jealous but kind of a little bit like insecure, like, oh, I wish my skin looked as good as theirs. And having nice skin has always felt so unachievable for me. You know, you kind of get used to it being bad. And I swear I've literally used every product out there and it either just doesn't work for me or it dries my skin out to the point of looking all flaky and, quite frankly, disgusting. And it's been really, really discouraging. Like, I've literally seen some of the best dermatologists and got nowhere from there and just tried some of the most harsh products that just have actually made things worse. And one of my friends told me about Curology. And honestly, I was like, yeah, 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 another product. I'm not a fine... I was—I didn't even try it initially. They told me about it and I was kind of ignoring them because I was like, yeah, whatever. This product's not going to work for me. Why is that different to all the others? And thankfully, she persisted. She was like, no, please try this. Just fill this, fill this questionnaire and what have you got to lose? And she literally probably asked me three times to do it. Eventually, I did. And how grateful I am, how grateful I am that I listened because it has been an absolute game changer for me because what's happened is they create bespoke formulas, and it has changed my skin. See, that's the thing. Curology actually customized a prescription formula for you with three active ingredients picked just for you to help tackle your skincare needs, whether that may be trying to take control of acne like me. Or if acne is no longer your top skin concern, fine lines, dark spots, breakouts, clogged pores, whatever it is. And what you do is you start by answering questions online about your skin. And if it's a good fit, then Curology will actually match you with a licensed dermatology provider who will get to know your skin even more. You'll have a consultation and you'll get a customized prescription cream that is shipped straight to your door, addressing your acne, your fine lines, your dark spots, and so much more. So if you have struggled with your skin like me, whether it's acne or whether it's one of the other things, please trust me on this. Please give them a shot because it has... Changed it for me I got to the point Where I wouldn't even Leave the house Without makeup on I literally was doing it Even if I was going to the gym I started working out With makeup on Because I was so embarrassed About my skin now on this journey. Is my skin completely clear? No, not yet. But I would say it's about 80% there. I have some scarring issues that I'm now working on, but it is so many people. So I'm going to be one of those people. I'm going to be like, guys, if you've tried everything and you don't want to be like, I'm going to try the next thing. No, try it. Try it. Because that's why I reached out to them to see they would partner with us on this podcast because it really has been transformational for me. So I just want to pass that on to you guys. This is for me, I see it as revolutionizing the industry. Like I've never had, I've been to all the facialists and all sorts and they just use the products that were in front of them, but this is the active ingredients, which I actually think makes a difference. So if you want to start your Curology journey, just like me and get a 30 day trial, head to Curology.com slash Boss And then if prescribed, all you need to pay is $5 for shipping and handling. That's Curology, C U R O L O G Y dot com slash boss babe to unlock free 30 day trial. You can cancel any time, so go and get your glow on. I promise you won't regret it. Now, our second partnership for this episode is with 1 800 Flowers. So, with the holidays rapidly approaching, I know, right? I don't even know how we're in November, honestly. I think I'm really struggling, and I'm not the only person doing this. He really struggles finding the perfect gifts for people struggles finding the time like honestly holiday shopping is hard in general but I think when you're running a business it's like a whole other level you're trying to think about who you work with this year you're going to get gifts for your clients you're going to get gifts for your family and you're just generally just running around and it, it's a lot you know and I don't wanna get into the whole like, oh, here's a Starbucks gift card, you know? I don't want that. So one of my new gift giving hacks that I'll let you in on is actually 1-800-Flowers. I know it might sound like they're just a flower website, but they're actually so much more. They've got amazing gift baskets. They've got beautiful bundles and these little keepsake gifts that feel really, really personal. And then of course, they have the most amazing flower arrangements that really warm up any home during the holiday season and that you'll actually feel proud to send. You know, there's nothing worse around sending a gift of flowers and it turns up tiny, right? We've all been there. So you can be really confident that you're sending the most beautiful bouquets. So, if you're running a business and you need help with gift giving, you want to take something off your list, or even if you're just trying to buy general holiday gifts for your family and friends and you want a site that's got it all on, use 1-800-Flowers because they've got you covered. We've got an exclusive code for listeners of the Boss Babe podcast. You are going to go to the link in the show notes and use code BOSSBABE for 20% off your order. That's code BOSSBABE for 20% off your order there. And with that, let's get
4: back to the so, what I'm really curious about is you were talking about your roles differing so much. I would love to hear from each of you what your role was when the company first started yes. and how that's <laughs> evolved oh, wow. to now. Fun because times. I, am, I mean, we've been only been in business for three years now three and a half. And I feel like we've already changed roles so many times. We oh were yeah. so many hats. And so I'd love right. to hear over nine years, what that's, we like. did so everything, everything yes, from seriously. customer
3: service to buying to pulling, picking, packing, packing, packing we did, shipping done it all, with yeah. our grandparents. Uh, yeah, I mean, when <laughs> I was it was a family affair.
4: Yeah. It was yeah. a
0: family affair initially. My grandma would help us, you know, uh, unbag things and help clean up. My dad would help us pack and and label packages
3: and it it was just it, and it mom, was. Mom would come <laughs> and do the night shift and make sure everything was organized. She was working six a, six a.m. to like 10. My mom's an OCD organizer. And she would come in the morning, in the, at night, <laughs> and clean everything she that worked. way. It was ready and organized for the next day. Yeah, so no, we, we, we did it all. Just, and when she came, was also the photographer the first
2: yeah. six Oh, months. yes. Fun fact. Starting out, I it was, <laughs> the the for, was the photographer. She technology. was a photographer. <laughs> yeah. So, Shireen, what She a, didn't what even know how your... to use a camera, just an FYI. <laughs> no, I had no idea how to use a camera. My dad's um, friend had a camera, like, shop, so he gave us a camera and some umbrellas. And I was like, yeah, I got it. It works. Yeah. <laughs> and started Our, out that way yeah. Our cousin
0: was the model yes. She was an attorney by day And she <laughs> yes. would come model at night yes. And yes. Uh, it was it was A family affair I honestly really. forget sometimes Where it all started yeah. But one of my girlfriends actually I just um, Not helped her But was there for her to guide her And just with any questions that she had With starting her own business And so we were I was kind of laying out the, the foundation I was like you need this This printer mm-hmm. You need this You need that And me and she were helping her get set up And it literally took me back I was like oh my god like I remember I had this printer and it would stop working every five minutes and she was like the same thing's happening to me and I was just it just took me back to that moment where I we used we to do it all on, yeah, yeah we're so all hands on not that we're not I think even now we're so incredibly hands on which is why we've been able to differentiate ourselves I think within this sector but Really thinking about how, where we came from and how it all started, it's surreal. It really is. But we did it all. we It was important that we knew every avenue of the business. That way, once it scaled up and it grew, we knew how to tailor it or, or pivot as
1: needed. And I feel like a lot of people, there's a lot of family businesses out there. How have you maintained the like, relationship as sisters and a relationship as co-workers?
2: when we're together, we're
1: always talking, talking business, but then we'll... We'll talk personal. We mix it. But at the end of
3: the day... We're- Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to hear it. Like, no more business. Like, it has to shut off. Because also,
0: I am a workaholic. My brain is 24-7. We run an e-com brand. So it is 24-7 but when we're together sometimes I'm like no like I don't <laughs> want to hear like just we got to turn it off for like 30 minutes right. um, but it's so easy for us I feel like it, it's the transition from work we, I mean we even lived together up yeah. until well, we recently
4: did. so yeah. tell me that story <laughs> <laughs> I, were I know
0: living you want I'm doing before this before
4: I met my husband we yes. why didn't you guys have a TV show when you were living oh, together we've been approached by like <laughs> hundreds still, hundreds of production know, companies know. but oh, no. <laughs> you
0: know it's cancel culture so you got to also be, you know, yeah. really careful about what you put out there. And we're super raw and authentic. And I can't imagine being in front of a camera 24-7. Yeah.
2: I don't feel yeah. like anyone would like me after a camera in my face. Our,
3: fa- our father would be great in front of the camera. Yeah. He's the comedian of the family.
0: No, really? we, we would actually, people that know us tell us that all the time. We have such different personalities, every single one of us. So it, it would make for a great TV. But I think that the beauty about us is that we are a little bit on the back end of things. And, that we didn't want everything out there. We really wanted the brand to be the focus and for people to have that deep appreciation and love for, for what we do in the product line. So, yeah,
2: Yeah, we, so going back to your question of us living together, I, I think I was 30. I moved out. And they were, everyone was. I screamed, so bloody murder Because you were, li- you were living like, out. Well,
0: I'm a, I'm a crybaby cancer. And the bird left the nest. So
2: yeah. I was like, oh my God. I was 30. One, one person was 30. is missing Wait, from <laughs> our
3: five unit
1: family. Wait, like, so you were living with your parents. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I sat my parents and she, dad, down and I said, let Shereen go live with her. My dad her life I didn't and talk to me for like three months. No. He,
0: okay, he's also a cancer, so yeah. he's incredibly sensitive. But What's your mom? She's a Scorpio. Scorpio.
2: Go so ahead. she's like, Oh, B.S. She's six yeah.
3: months when she moved out, we purchased our first house together, our first home. So yeah. yes, we did. We
0: did come back again, but initially, just you know, we're just such a tight knit family that even when one person wasn't home at that time, the energy of the house just seemed like not <laughs> as high, and it just like I felt like something was missing every time. And so when she told me she was moving out, I was like, "No, like you can't go." <laughs> but she did. She went, and then yes, we ended yeah. up buying a house. We're also into real estate. That's our side hustle yeah. um, and something that we're incredibly passionate about. Our parents have always been into it, so we were looking for a house at that time. It was Actually, a few years we were
3: looking. Finally she couldn't be one. apart from Shireen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we found a house and we all moved in together. And my fiance at the time, actually as well, all four of us moved in together, and yeah. we had a blast yeah. until we slowly but surely
3: all went our separate ways. Right. Yeah,
2: she then moved out first, and then I, I did. moved out, and then she moved out with her fiance. I did. And then she moved out with her fiance. My,
3: yeah, my boyfriend. Well, my boyfriend oh, then fiance,
2: yeah, right? Now my husband. And then they left me alone. <laughs> <And laughs> we didn't leave you alone.
0: Your best friend moved in. She was living with yeah. <laughs> I,
2: as you. Yeah, she moved in, and then you're right. And then me and you ended up moving in together. Once, yes,
0: once I was single again, I was like, "Why don't you come move in with me, and we can, you know, either sell the property that you're in or rent it out, something, you know, obviously to go with our real estate business." And she ended up moving in, and we lived together for what the last like four years, yeah, four years together, which is
2: great because we work together. I mean, some some people would say this is like torture, but we would work <laughs> together at work and then come home and still work, and like yeah, I just did not turn off easier that but way for me. But she's
0: a great roommate. Like, the best of the best. She And a great <laughs> She guess. cleans. She cooks. <laughs> and she's so to herself. Yeah, like, she just she will go I in her room. She <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> she's like, She just does her own thing. And I'm very, like, I want to be around my friends all the time. Like, what's going on? Like, every night I'm like, I need plans. (laughs) So um, it it was a great dynamic. When all three of us lived together was a great dynamic. And when me and Shane
1: were together, it was lovely too. So I'm assuming, like you say, great dynamics. But let's be honest, in business, whether it's your sisters or not sisters, being co-founders involves a lot of good communication. There's going to be times when you're like, no, I just really disagree with this. I don't think this is the way Mm -hmm. we should do something. What are some of the biggest challenges you've had with your relationship in terms of business and the direction that you take your company?
4: Let's take a minute to talk about one of my favorite educational platforms, Masterclass. I have been referring back to this platform for years and I love that you can simply log in and take inspirational classes from world-class coaches, no matter where you are. Every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash boss babe. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash boss babe, masterclass.com slash boss babe. Let's take a quick pause to talk about my new favorite all-in-one platform, Kajabi. You know I've been singing their praises lately because they have helped our business run so much smoother and with way less complexity, which I love. Not to mention our team couldn't be happier because now everything is in one place. So it makes collecting data, creating pages, collecting payment, all the things so much simpler. One of our mottos at Boss Babe is simplify to amplify and Kajabi has really helped us do that this year. So of course I needed to share it here with you. It's the perfect time of year to do a bit of spring cleaning in your business, you know, get rid of the complexity and instead really focus on getting organized and making things as smooth as possible. I definitely recommend Kajabi to all of my clients and students. So if you're listening and haven't checked out Kajabi yet, now is the perfect time to do so because they are offering Boss Babe listeners a 30 day free trial. Go to kajabi.com slash boss babe to claim your 30-day free trial. That's kajabi.com slash boss babe.
3: God, challenge. I would say turning it off. That, well, that, not really a challenge. I feel like when it comes to our dynamic, that we really don't have
0: challenges because
2: I think we just know each other so we well. We do. We know how to navigate. Know, yeah. We know like buttons to push and we just, you know, and what buttons not to push. And we just know. And we know when it comes to our business, that's like what's really important. And we just all kind have of, the same
0: common. Goal, goal in mind when it comes to the brand. So I feel like we always come in from that angle of it. But usually, if there is some type of challenge or disagreement upon us, we like to go like two against, you know, one. We're like majority rule. Majority Majority (laughs) rule. Like which two people agree? Like that's what we're gonna go with. The third person must be wrong here. You know, we try to convince the other why
3: or why not we should or shouldn't do something. But
0: I feel like that kind of goes back to like our family values and just how we were raised. We're so respectful of each other. I feel like that doesn't mean we're perfect and we can't get disrespectful sometimes because mm-hmm. we're sisters it happens but I think 99% mm-hmm. of the time truly we really get along and I, it's because we really understand each other we know right. each other's strengths weaknesses what annoys one another and so I think that we play on those things
1: we always talk about um, boss babe being like our baby and it's like you have to do best by the baby it's not about exactly. either one of us not ego nothing like that it's like, how do we door. take care of this baby as best as possible <laughs> That's That's best. exactly really exactly
0: love. how we operate our business. Yeah. I couldn't have put it into better words. We, that's exactly how it goes for us. We it's our child. It's our baby. What's best for our baby. It's not it's not for me, it's not for her. We we're so different in our own personal lives and our style and just so many different factors of our own lives that we can't bring our personal business into the company. I feel like we leave that at the door.
3: And even thinking about the company today, we even ask ourselves, how can we continue to make the brand grow? And even then we sit down and talk because no matter where you are in life, there's always room to grow, room to expand. Yeah, you can't get too
1: comfortable. You don't want to get comfortable. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Like, how do you stay relevant? Because I feel like the fashion industry is always changing. And like you said, like people copying you, like, oh, like I'm seeing the style. Let's just make this. How do you stay relevance that customers keep coming back, but then you attract new customers as well. I
0: mean, it's really the product. It really boils down to the product and creating something that's timeless, that's classic, that's affordable, that's high quality. Also, didn't, you know, being so creative, she's always adamant about not following trends and she always wants to Thank you. She always wants to make sure that we're doing, you know, that we're creating the trends and that we're setting the tone. And so being ahead is is really our our key um, point and just making sure that we practice those things when it comes to
3: business. And we also want it to be as accessible as possible, but selectively. And Naked Wardrobe is also in all Nordstrom stores and Macy's. And we're uh, actually discussing expanding internationally and, and establishing wholesale partnerships as well. So we're looking to really take over the world, I want to say. (laughs) We're doing it. We want to go
0: throughout the consumer's lives, whether it's, you know, them being single, whether it's them being career-driven, whether it's them being a mother, whether it's them having children, whatever that may be. We just want to make sure that our product offering reflects wherever they're going throughout their lives. So I feel like having those things
4: in mind too, um, you you won't forget about us throughout your life. And talk to me a little bit about your Instagram strategy. So you got on there early. It's obviously been a big needle mover for your business. What did you do right then? And what have you continued to do to iterate? I think for us, the most important thing that we've done right is
0: remaining organic and really not feeding into, you know, the, not that, the influencer realm isn't powerful cuz it's incredibly powerful. We we've seen it firsthand and again, you know, we know so many people within that business and so it's it's very much a part of the world that we live in. However, I think for us just even being the from the consumer side of it, you know, when you're scrolling and you see so and so posting about this brand, you 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 know now, it's not like it was 7 years ago where you're like, "Oh, I need that. She loves that." Now, when someone posts something, you're like, "Well, do they actually love it or did they just, you know, put it on, take a picture and take it right off?" So, being authentic in that way and really having people post about about the brand and want to share with with their users about the brand, I think has been incredibly important in our strategy. But Instagram is such a powerful tool, the most powerful tool I would say across the board for any company, for any brand, than any- any sector. So I I really, it's just truly being organic. That's like the main thing for us and creating really great, fresh content, content that's attainable for the user that they can recreate, that they can get excited about, that they can insert themselves into being relatable to the user, inspiring the
3: users. I think that that's the most important thing. And when we first launched back in 2012, one of the early conversations when they said, Shida, you have to come on board, I, and I was hesitant. I said, I'll come on board on one condition, and they said, what's your condition? And I remember at that time, so many heavy hitters, their models were so frail, and, and so they looked unhealthy, and it just didn't look, it didn't sit right the Well, that was me. fashion.
0: That, that, was, that, was, that was what fashion was.
3: That's what fashion, fashion was, but I also knew there are so many women having eating disorders because they thought that's what beauty reflects and what beauty is. So I sat down with my sisters and I said, if we do this, we have to bring on models that are relatable, that are healthy, that eat, that have curves, and just be diverse. Some can have curves and some don't need to, but just to have a good... um I mean, we have such different body types. Us yes, three, that, yeah. I we exactly. always say that, but it's it's
0: true. It's a fact. We have completely different body types. So being able to reflect that into the into brand the brand was so, and the so important. The image of the brand. Absolutely.
3: And so we all agreed on that, and here we are today.
0: Yeah, there's you see so many fuller figured models now. It's there's such a embrace your body. Yeah, it's it's such a powerful moment, and I think that social media and that platform is so incredibly heavy, and it can be so influential to the user. Users, that it's important that we put the right message out and it's important that we use our platform and we really show women that um, you don't have to look a certain type of way. You don't have to. It's really about how you feel. It's really about that and our, and our clothes reflect that. The types of messages that you know I enjoy reading are, oh my God, I put on your dress and I feel like a bad bitch or like I feel so good or just whatever that may be. Like They feel more powerful and that drives us to do what we do in creating these products and just making sure that we... Maintain, you know, everything that we've promised to, to put out there when it comes to our brand.
1: I think that's just so powerful. And from the conversation that we're having here today, I'm just really hearing that you went into this with very clear values that you haven't compromised on, you know, whether it's Correct. like how you treat yourselves or, you know, the message that you want for your consumers. And you went in with an uncompromisable, like, this is what our product is. This is a quality that we're going to produce over and over again. Absolutely. And I think when you have those values and that, you know, putting that product first... I think it's important for those who remember they're doing that, but they don't always see like that lift straight away, those results. Like oh, keep going in that time, because right, it takes time. But what you like you said earlier, you're building strong foundations. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really matters with businesses. Businesses actually really come and go. That's my under Like actually I didn't realize Absolutely. that I don't think before as an entrepreneur. How mm-hmm. many right. businesses will come, they will fail and they will go. You have to think, okay, if I want to build this for the long term, what do i need in place to make sure i always have customers coming back and you know absolutely have a good reputation of course i think
0: for us we were incredibly lucky that we had a lot of people around us that we saw have really lucrative successful businesses and all of a sudden they crashed and they burned and being able to see them go from this high to this low I, we always want to humble ourselves even our mom she literally she reminds us once a week like don't think just cuz you're hot right now you'll, you you can't be you know cold tomorrow just make sure that you're always cautious of everything around you. And so I think that that's something that we've been instilled with and it's incredibly real. And as an entrepreneur, you you really have to leave your ego at the door. You have to leave your pride there. You have to leave all that there and just really focus on what it is and continuing to pivot as needed. I mean, even through quarantine, right before everything that happened with COVID, we had decided we wanted to, you know, everyone was going out, the influencers. It was just a moment of everyone being out all the time. There was always an event. There was always something to do. So we're like, okay, let's repeat pivot. Let's, you know, of course we have our core basics, but how can we add layers? So we were like, we were going to do these going out pieces and these statement pieces, as we called them. They were sequins. They were crystals. They were, it was just, you know, stuff that you wanted to go out. Yeah. And just, you know, have a good time in, and then literally COVID hit. And we were like, okay, repivot, and And just making sure that you do those things and you react in such a way when need be, I think those things will help prevent you from from that failure. But also something that I'm incredibly aware of is that failure is always an option and it's I'm never fearful to fail I actually encourage it because I want to learn what I did wrong and I want to rebuild and I want to strengthen that aspect and so I think for me personally it's it's not a fear that I have and and it's something that you really have to go through I mean Shida mentioned earlier we had started this same business a couple years before Naked Wardrobe and we failed at it we couldn't get it off the ground we couldn't get our website up and running we just we couldn't do it And we failed. And when we, when we came back again, we were like, okay, these were the things we did wrong. And we made sure that we didn't repeat those mistakes. And so it's part of the process. It really is. It's part of the process. And I I always encourage women like to not be scared of failure. And unless you take that leap of faith, you're not going to get that big outcome that you're envisioning.
1: What do you think your biggest failures have been? Like what are things That that you're like, wow, this is really freaking humbling and really hard.
0: I don't know about humbling and hard but what I was gonna say when it comes to failure was that we were so adamant about not being in the forefront of the business and being so almost secretive we just didn't want to put ourselves out there Shida had a fear of like you know an angry customer who's showing up to her door just you know something no. going wrong no yeah, listen just
2: letting the business be Yes, the business. Well, you know
0: there, there are so many fears it is a scary world right. we live in you know let's be, yeah. let's be honest here you just never know and so if you piss off the wrong person or you upset the wrong person. That's true. Um, you, you just never know what can happen. And so she was like, I just don't want anyone to know that I'm involved with this brand. And then that was kind of the beginning of Naked Wardrobe. And as things grew, we noticed how important it was to really put ourselves out there to show other women that we can do it, that we are all capable and really empower women and put, and, and, and Send that message out. And so I think the failure, I would say, is that we didn't do it sooner and that we didn't share with people even from the beginning of our journey and that they kind of missed the first half of it. Because that was really the funnest, most exciting, most difficult part of our mm-hmm. journey. And so I think that um, not being able to, to share that was was probably
4: it.
3: But we can share it now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and so, talk to us a little bit about where your business is now. So, we've heard so much of where you started above the garage. Talk to us about now what does your team look like? What does your space look like? What do you each work on on a daily basis? Sure. Who wants we, to take the lead? We there? all wear a lot of
2: hats.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> would say when it comes to our team, it's as important to us as everything else with right. the brand, the DNA of the brand. I mean, something that we continue to stress on a daily basis is we want everyone to enjoy working at Naked Wardrobe. We want a healthy environment. I mentioned earlier that I quit my job before Naked Wardrobe because it was an unhealthy environment. I think for us and, you know, didn't working in corporate and even Sheeta working in corporate prior, we, we didn't want that environment necessarily. We wanted it to be more of a family business. Even as big as we are, we still run it that way. We still run it like a family business. I'm incredibly close with everyone on my team. I, it's We're so involved. And I think it's so important to us that they all get along and that they really understand that we're nothing without them. And that without them, this thing would just crumble. And so being able to share this moment with them, I think, is is really important for us. Yeah, we've been
2: really lucky. We have a great team that like has our back who same they love values the business as, as much as us yeah. yes yeah they they too call it their baby you know yes they do <laughs> so it's just very important it's it's very hard to find really good people to, <laughs> to bring into your... Absolutely. Take to bear, care of your baby. Your, ba- your business. Yeah, but yeah. It
0: took years. It took years to get to, for me personally, to get comfortable with delegating and not doing so much of it myself and not taking on every little thing because I do wear a lot of hats. I do, for the first... Five s- years, five, six years. Six years, I was designing all by myself. And so um, doing that, doing social media and um, just... Also, the business side of things—I'm so involved you're, you're with that.
3: Do photo shoots all the time too. Oh yeah, no,
0: I, I I I did too much, and I I got really burnt out. And so she didn't really like sat me down, and she's like, "You got to learn to delegate. You let's we have a great team. Don't be scared to trust them." And so yeah, slowly, and it's important
2: to us. Like you don't have you can make a mistake. We'll learn from our mistakes. And like I was like, just let go. <laughs> and
0: I can be more valuable in other places. My expertise may right. lie somewhere else. And so having that time um, and that. Being able to kind of pass those things off and, and have help with them allowed me to focus more so on other things. For example, like being here today with you girls. If this was a few years ago, I wouldn't have had the time to be able to sit here and share my journey. And so I think that being able to really branch out and and send—I think for, for us, it's really important that we— not pave the way, but send the ladder down and help other women and inspire other women to start their own businesses and, and guide them and consult and whatever that may look like. And so being able to sit here with you ladies, that's such a part of that journey for us. So having that freedom to do so, it's been exciting.
4: And how big is your team now? We're about fifty people 50 in the buses. office, and yeah. then we
0: have about I would say thirty external.
4: Wow, yeah. so really big team. So, so I was like, "It's so
3: small." I feel like <laughs> yeah. it's so small.
0: Still, everyone always goes, "Wow, you guys are so small for what you guys do." We're like, yes.
3: and we yes. outgrew our current space, so now we're looking for an even bigger yeah. facility. So yeah, wow. we've been looking for good years. Problems. Good problems, so, good growing pains. Yeah, to have. great growth. Girl- yes.
4: So, quick fire around the table: What your rules look like now? What each of you do, and what what you own. Ooh.
3: I, I handle and oversee HR from overseeing what is on the website, from copywriting to making sure everything is running smoothly. What else do I do? Marketing, PR... I recently
0: brought her into uh, international wholesale. I was like, I need you to help with that. Because also I think it's important that when we, you know, bring on new partnerships that us three are personally involved with those and we're able to really show the message and and, and really tell our story. So that's a new. I'm wearing like new new hats. (laughs) New hat you're wearing.
3: I don't know what I'm not doing. Let's just put it that way. But I'm so grateful and so blessed. I love working with my sisters. And we just spoke about our team. They're exceptional. It's so amazing, and I'm just grateful all around. Yeah, I'm
2: I'm pretty much just the hat. That, um, <laughs> you the you do all <laughs>
0: things IT and
3: operations. I do That's, IT
2: operations. I'm in production. Website yeah, design, she's…
3: Everything you see from the tagging, She does graphics. The graphics. She, <laughs> the the poly wow. mailers. She designs everything. Yeah, I just see. like to have
2: my hand in everything, every department, you know, and just make them all function and work together. It just… My favorite thing to do.
3: But also, she's
0: such a creative, again, so it's having that— Mindset. Not even the mindset, just making sure that whatever we put out is a reflection of what we see Naked Wardrobe as. And so, um, just being incredibly hands-on. I think that even something down to, like, doing the graphics for the homepage, she's like, no, I want to do it. <laughs> but
3: like we'll work on that together like the tagline the the slogan yeah she'll send it she'll be like work. what do you
0: think like does this look good like should I change the font what do you and she'll text t- me at one o'clock effort. in the morning
3: yeah she'll <laughs> text me at one o'clock in the morning did you come up with the idea I'm like I'm sleeping we <laughs> enjoy but it we love it we at the end it. of the day we're always on our minds are always working honestly and then of course I'm all things
0: design production and even social
1: yeah. I love that. I love how you guys divide and conquer. That's like Natalie <laughs> that's, and I, but you've got an eye goal. on everything. Oh, no, I think yes. That's yeah. Really yeah. We get that from our
0: mom. Yeah.
1: Oh, she has eyes,
0: that. like, on the back of her head, yeah. on her arms. I, she will literally call me, or te- not call me, but she'll text me at like three o'clock in the morning. She'll be like, oh, there's... um." a letter off in your caption or, you know, <laughs> like something. Like she's just on top My mom's of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Big Scorpio My energy, slumps, yeah. but she's on top of everything. She's, <laughs> she's it's watching awesome. Out. Yeah. So we've learned from, from her to really, um, you know, take on a little bit of everything and being able to juggle it.
3: And also another thing that we, we will be doing come this winter, we'll be going on a Nordstrom tour. So we'll be traveling wow. and visiting different Nordstrom stores, meeting our clients, doing fittings. We're super excited And about just that. so many things in between. So we'll be planning to do that on top of everything we just said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, listen, you guys have built such an inspiring brand and I love Thank the values that you. it sits on. Those people that have been listening today and felt really inspired, where can they find your products, find you guys? Do you want to give your social handles? Sure. My social handle is Shida K. And we are… Do you want to
0: call it? Oh, S-H-I-D-E-H-K.
1: We can put links (laughs) in. We'll put links (laughs) in. You
0: (laughs) you can shop our brand on our website, nakedwardrobe.com. And of course, we are available, as Sheeta mentioned, on Macy's.com, on Nordstrom.com. We're in all Nordstrom stores
3: and and 150 Macy's stores. A Macy store near you. Yes.
4: (laughs) I love that.
3: (laughs) With a wink. With a wink. I'm Sheeta. My Instagram handle is SheetaWasHere. I say I was yes, here. Was. I got that from the Beyonce song. I was here. I just I
2: never knew that. I never knew I that. Never I knew that, that so much that fun fact I, I, <laughs> since the beginning Shida was here I have the best name my name is Naked Shida
4: I you did <laughs> you
2: win I, she does. I had like a whiskey or two and I came home one night and I was like this is my new name, <laughs> and that's we're, my here name. No, we're here, for, oh, it. We we're here for it we're here for it we are indeed well, yeah. thank you so much thank, thank you, you for having um, us yeah. for thank you having you for us,
1: having thank If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you subscribed and left us a review. Let us know what you enjoyed, what your main takeaways were, and who you'd like to see appear on the show. As a special thanks, we'll send you a copy of our Boss Babe 25. Now, this is an awesome resource. It's the 25 essential things that you need for personal and professional growth. We've included everything from must-have products to books to rituals. This guide literally covers it all, and I know you're going to love it. So if you want your copy, simply leave us a review and then send a screenshot of your review to podcast at bossbabe.com.